The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, and you're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. You're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars, episode 169. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember... The Force will be with you, always. Hey everyone, I'm Angela Ciolana, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we talk about everything connected to that galaxy far, far away. From books to movies to TV shows and more, we're looking at the deeper themes and meanings found in Star Wars. Today, we're picking up on a series we started quite a while back, our Heroes Character Spotlight series, to examine the character of Ahsoka Tano. As we prepare for this series, Ahsoka, and our crew today consists of, first of all, we have the artist herself, Catherine Laffrey. Hello, Catherine. Hello. <laughs> Great to have you. We also have got the guardian of the wills, Robert King. How's it going, Robert? Uh, well, the force is with me and uh, I'm trying to walk the way. <laughs> Great. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and of course, we also have... Uh, we've got to have Dadalorian here because we've had Ahsoka on the Mandalorian a lot. So, Chris Hagen, thanks for joining us. You're very welcome. And the Dadalorian has asked the little Grogu-lings to not come in during the recording tonight. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. All right. So, <laughs> well, to start off, let's begin with a bit from the Star Wars data bank about Ahsoka. And that'll kind of give us a jumping off. Uh, point here. So what it says at the databank is former Jedi Knight Ahsoka Tano once served as the Padawan learner to the Jedi Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars. A respected leader and warrior attuned to the light side of the force. Ahsoka grew into a formidable fighter before the Empire's reign changed the course of galactic history. Although she walked away from the Jedi Order, she continued to stand up for those fighting for peace and justice in the galaxy long after the fall of the Republic. So before we dive in, I just want to take a brief moment to recognize and thank our heroes, the people that make this podcast possible, our patrons, including John M., Robert B., Thomas P., Nancy M., and Jeffrey B. If you want to help StarQuest continue our mission, please consider becoming a patron like these awesome folks at sqpn.com slash give. All right, everyone. So let's begin by sharing some general opinions on Ahsoka. Where do you stand in general on Ahsoka? So I will start with uh, Robert. Let's start with you. Is this like a, are we pro Ahsoka or anti Ahsoka <laughs> kind of question? <laughs> It's whatever um, you want it to be. <laughs> I mean, I Ahsoka has has become one of my favorite characters. Um, I think maybe 
at a different point than others. I like I I'm not a big fan of early Ahsoka, uh, partly because I'm not a big fan of the Clone Wars in in as a series. I, I know I can see your your skeptical faces there, but um, but like the storyline where she ends up departing from the Jedi, that's where like my heart really goes out to her and um, and watching her development since that point uh, really has uh, strengthened her as, as like maybe the most uh, complex and interesting character in the Star Wars galaxy for me. Wow. Okay. Well, we will definitely dive into that more. Um, Catherine, how about you? I am so happy that we got to watch Ahsoka's development from a snippy little teenager to the woman she became. And she filled a gap for me because one of my favorite Star Wars characters, who is now no longer canon, is Mara. And I feel like Ahsoka really filled that gap and gave us an interesting Jedi character and so much more. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've I've never heard anyone say something like that before, but I like it. How about you, Chris? Well, uh, I often hear that people really didn't like Ahsoka at the beginning uh, for how snippy she was and such. I, I did have trouble with her when she was introduced. I seem to have trouble anything in Star Wars where there's new media that comes out and all of a sudden there's this completely new element injected into the story that had no um, basis before. And that's kind of the struggle I had with her at first, because suddenly Anakin has a Padawan. What? But (laughs) I do like the Clone Wars quite a bit, the TV show, and her development through that and seeing her and Anakin's relationship. um, I, I liked that quite a bit. And then I didn't agree with her choice to walk away from the Order, um, but boy, it sure made for exciting drama once Rebels came around and, um, she and Darth Vader had to have that encounter. So overall, I am pro Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I, I like how you mix it up there at the end. Um, I am wearing a Ahsoka Tano shirt right now as we're recording, um, she is just below Obi-Wan as, like, by a hair, as my favorite character in Star Wars. Um, and one of the reasons that I think she is so special to me is because she walked away from the Order. Um, because that was, I think she she represented what a lot of people go through with um betrayal and situations where uh, you're really disillusioned. And I think a lot of people, myself included, have experienced those types of situations. And so um, <laughs> I even I even just watched before recording. That was the last thing that I refreshed myself on was that episode called The Wrong Jedi, where she walks away. And I was bawling at the end of that today. Hmm. Um, because it just speaks so much to, um, some personal experiences that I've had. So Ahsoka is definitely really important to me. And also, you know, as you know, Robert said, she is such an important 
part of the Star Wars story now. Um, if you think about all the different points that she's been involved in the story, where the, whether that be the downfall of Anakin Skywalker, the downfall of the Jedi Order, <laughs> you know, um, this new storyline that we're getting, the new canon with new characters, and she's involved there as well with the Rebels, you know, Rebels um, era. So <laughs> there's so much that she's tied into um, that I think by now you kind of have to be a fan of Ahsoka in some way. Um, may, maybe if if she's not your favorite character, I think at least you have an appreciation for her. What do you guys think about that opinion? <laughs> I mean, it's almost like the Skywalker saga is an episode in the Tano saga at this point. <laughs> it's... Um, and I think I'm on board with that. Um, it's I, I have a number of friends who are not really Star Wars fans. And, um, you know, they, you know, they see the movies They you know, it's part of the the cultural zeitgeist. And they they know what's, you know, they know, you know, Luke, I am your father. And, and that's about it. And um, trying to. Uh, introduce the character of Ahsoka to them is it's like telling them there's a whole other side to the story that you haven't seen at all and it, it's frustrating how little Ahsoka has been present in like the big stories um, that most people know about even though I've heard many people say that some of the best Star Wars moments that we've had involve some of Ahsoka's dramatic moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you said, her her duel with Vader um, is so iconic, and yeah. Oh, she's had some of the best duels out there. Her duel with Maul? Yes. Wow, that was incredible, and I'm so glad they created that you know, into the story and added all of that. It just, it just showed how strong she was and her resolution was just amazing. I just, I love everything about just the, the character development. And the fact that we got to watch her grow up, that's what I love about it. I try to tell, tell people, please, the Clone Wars is not just for kids. Get through the first couple of episodes and mm -hmm. then you get to watch this beautiful character develop and you get so much depth. To me, I liked it so much more than um, Anakin's development because we see mm -hmm. little kid Anakin. Next thing you know, he's like grown up, uh, angsty, soon to be 20 year old. And yeah. <laughs> it was just nice to see that development that was really cool well let's talk about what since this is our heroes series what makes her a good hero in your opinion and Catherine, you you shared some of that so i don't know if you kind of want to just pick up on that and and run with it i'd say like the best thing about ahsoka as far as being a hero is that she is always seeking truth even if it's mm -hmm. difficult She's seeking truth and mm -hmm. asking why. Why is it this way? You know, she wasn't afraid to, you know, question what the Republic's doing even early on. And so it was it was neat to see someone like that who's kind of like this, you know, barometer of truth, what's really happening in the story. That's interesting. Um, 
Chris, since you mentioned that you disagreed with her walking away from the Jedi Order, I wonder what your thought is on how that sort of ties into her being a hero, or maybe if you think that's a deviation from her heroic choices. Well, I think it was a heroic choice on her part to do that. Um, in line with what Catherine was saying, because she was seeing a truth about the Jedi Order uh, that she thought, I, I cannot be a part of this. So I, I do think she was heroic in that choice. I think ultimately the Jedi Order needed her being reformed and redeemed. And so that's why I think it was wrong for her to, to leave it. But definitely uh, a heroic choice. And I'm one of the parts of her story that I rewatched recently was uh, her Rebels episodes leading up to confronting Vader. And she wanted to know the truth about is this really Anakin or not? So again, that's her pursuing the truth, even if it's going to hurt a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and Robert, what what do you think about what makes her a good hero? I mean, similar to what Catherine said, I think if I had to sum Ahsoka up in one word, it would be integrity. That she is absolutely devoted to um, to both, uh, to put it in Catholic terms, to, to both informing her conscience as fully as she can and following her conscience without uh, without regard for her own comfort or discomfort um that she wants to know what's good what's true what's right and pursue it no matter what um and she's willing to face whatever consequences may fall from that yeah and i i totally agree with that i, I would say um in addition to her strong moral compass uh just her sense of charisma i think she has such hmm. i would put it as like some people have this inner fire that that burns you know that motivates them that uh also just had she has such an inner light that i think makes her just an attractive character you know someone that people are drawn to um and want to know more about um, she has a lot going on inside of her, but she also shows that in her countenance, in her amazing fighting style, right? As we mentioned, um, and her personality, you know, she she's witty as well as, you know, wise. <laughs> yeah. She is Snips. <laughs> <laughs> I love that nickname. I mean, oh, gosh, in a family that used to give out nicknames like giving out chips. It's just so much fun to have nicknames. <laughs> Angela, I was thinking about her personality and how powerful it is and that. Is there any other Star Wars character who has inspired such loyalty as she has with the 501st? Um, you know honoring her by painting their helmets after her um, markings and such. Um, yeah. And it's because of her, that, that radiant personality that inspires that devotion. Very true. Very true. I, I can't think of anybody else. I don't know. Maybe um, I would say maybe Yoda is another one that um, people seem to gravitate towards in perhaps a similar way. But we don't really see, we don't have that visible, 
you know, sign, like, of course, the, the 501st painting their helmets. So um, before we kind of dive a little bit deeper, I, I did want to, well, I guess this is part of the deep dive. I wanted to talk about her name, Ahsoka, because it's um, very unique. And so I did some research and would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, she was originally going to be named Ashla, uh, which is another word for the force, right? And then she was named by George Lucas after King Ashok or Ashoka the Great of India, who um, I had to do a little bit of research myself on him, but he uh, is known in many circles as a proponent of pacifism and one who spread Buddhism. Um, and so that was, I think, one of the reasons that George Lucas chose that name. And it was good old Tony Gilroy who changed the spelling from Ashok to Ahsoka, as we know it today. Um, and she was created for the, the Clone War series, of course, as we've been talking about, to help us understand how Anakin Skywalker went from that rebellious young Padawan to a more serious Jedi who became a master and then ultimately fell. So um, I think it's really interesting to look back on that and to see just how closely associated with the force she was from the very inception of her character. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, it's a really interesting comparison um, with the, uh, the Marian Emperor Ashoka or Ashok. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it, <laughs> but the the story that I read was that he conquered a great territory in India and saw the vast uh, number of casualties and the death that the war had brought. And that was what changed him to um, promote a policy of pacifism and mm -hmm. and particularly this Buddhist form of, of pacifism that spread throughout um, all of, you know, what today we know is the nation of India. And mm -hmm. um, and and I mean, we know just sort of historically what an influence uh, Buddhism and those Buddhist virtues and ideals had on Lucas as he was developing the Star Wars universe. And so it makes sense that here is a character who sees just the, the horrors and fallout of war and turns to follow another path, even if it's not exactly a pacifist path. Yeah, that's fascinating. I did look up um ahsoka's name and uh, uh from the bump <laughs> baby names <laughs> <laughs> they um talked about being um a sanskrit origin origin and they said that um even though the name has you know been many different uses that it still remains um to mean pure and hopeful and i was like mm. how fitting for ahsoka because through it all she did remain pure, looking for that truth. And then um, I think she had hope, you know, all the way through that there could be, you know, a better resolve with many things. That's beautiful. 
Awesome. Also made me feel good because Catherine means pure too. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes, got something in common with her. (laughs) The the translation I I found said it literally means without sorrow, Mm. which is really interesting, um, both Mm. for the emperor and again for for the Star Wars character, um, because you get the impression that these are people who knew a great deal of sorrow. Um, and yet as, as we know, you know, what, what in the gospel Christ says, you know, in this world, you will have troubles, but be at peace. I have overcome the world. Right. And you, you can see that by, not running from their sorrow by uh, facing it head on and working through it and turning that sorrow towards something good, towards something positive. um, They kind of overcome that sorrow and find a deeper peace. Hmm. Wow. Man, Star Wars is just so deep. (laughs) 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 Well, let's let's take a look at sort of how that story for her um, developed over time, because as we were talking about at the beginning, you know, snips <laughs> sort of uh, caught us by surprise and seemed to be this snippy character. Um, and then all of a sudden now where we are with her is such a different place um, and she represents so much. So, um I mean, what do you think about if you have any just particular moments uh, or um, just overall kind of what your thoughts are on how that character arc has really developed and and meant to you? Um, If anybody wants to jump in. I mean, some things that stood out for me, especially as I did lots of rewatching, because why not? It's so much fun. One of the first ones that I really enjoyed was watching her um, train the younglings that were going out for their gathering. Hmm. What a great story, because you can almost see that's where she turns from just being, you know, the Padawan of Anakin to she's now taking the lead. And just, you know, her interactions with droids, amazing. It's just so cute, (laughs) you know. And just the way she finds that hope. There's something else happening out there. Um, and then the, my favorite thing to watch, because I do have close relationship with my brothers, is her brother-sister relationship with Anakin. You know, mm. you can almost think of it as a comical version of St. Francis and St. Clair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, what about you? I was really inspired by her compassion, especially in the uh, Siege of Mandalore, Order 66 stages of her journey. Um, For the first time during a rewatch, I noticed that, well, after Order 66, it's it's obvious that she's trying not to harm the clones that are trying to kill her. And once Rex has his chip out, she's saying, you know, put your gun on stun. But there's a scene uh, right after Order 66 starts, where she is on a table and she's surrounded on all sides by clones who are firing at her. And I, I watched it, and it's the flurry of lightsabers deflecting all the 
blaster bolts, and that seems to be normal. But I realized, oh, she had decided. Well, what got, what got me was after she disappeared, she goes up. I'm like, how in the world did the clones not blow themselves away? Because they're all firing, you know, at each each other on other sides of this table. And it was mm-hmm. that Ahsoka was okay. I'm going to deflect the bolts not back at them, but up so I can escape. Mm-hmm. And then also the compassion she showed at the end by burying the clones. I don't know where we've had other scenes of, well, we've seen Jedi get burned as part of their funerals, but burials, I don't know if we've seen, but um, all of their helmets are on their graves, which means that she saw each of their faces as she was burying them. And she was one Mm. who was also very much concerned about the clones as individuals. So, um, God bless her for that, uh, concern she had for people who were even out of control and, uh, trying to kill her and then showing them dignity in their death. Mm. Yeah. Her, if I could just, um, pull from that too, is the moment that I really picked up on in in that episode that spoke to me about her character was when she and Rex basically did not see another way out of their situation, either surrender or kill clones. And Rex didn't know what to do. He wasn't happy with yeah. surrender. And she, you know, she could tell he was upset. And before she told him a plan, she removed his helmet saw that he was crying Mm. and looked at him in the eyes face to face and said, Rex, you are a good soldier. And all of those men out there are too. And I am not going to be the one to kill them. And that was such a moment that really tells you who she is, you know? Um, So she, you know, kind of like what you were saying, Catherine, she is almost like this mother figure in a way. She has that maternal um, relationship with, with especially the clone troopers. Um, but Robert, please go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that um, you see this right from the beginning um, in the, the tales of the Jedi series that we had recently. We see what, what brings people to awareness that she is different, that she is, has this connection to the force is her connection to that, giant beast out in the wilderness and she has this ability like the foundation of her connection to the force is this outward focused uh kind of Hmm. compassion um this sense of connection with other life with recognizing um what's good in them with recognizing their uh, their personality, their agency, you know, where, where they fit into the order of, of the universe. And, um, you know, and, and again, to sort of shoehorn it into Catholic terms, this is, you know, agape, this is love, this is charity. This is the, the virtue of, you know, that we identify with God himself is, is, um, looking on the other and saying you are good right Mm. beautiful um let's talk about some of your favorite qualities of ahsoka i know we've talked about so much um for me i would say 
one of the things, Robert, that, you know, kind of picks up on what you're saying is that that sort of love that when a person has that sort of love, it almost forces us to look for a third way. Just like that example I was mentioning, Mm -hmm. you know, we tend in our humanity to see the extremes, you know, bad, really bad, (laughs) good, really good. And, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. And um, oftentimes there is this balance that we need to understand other people, to understand ourselves, to be at peace with, you know, uh, all the chaos that could be going on around us or what have you. Um, But I like that she, she finds that third way and she seems to walk um, this path where she is trying to find the truth and what's good for others. Um, But also, you know, one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is when she walks away from the order, she, one of the things that she says is if they couldn't trust me, then how can I trust myself? So she's talking about finding that inner peace in herself as a reflection on maybe I need to look at who I am. And that's not something that I tend to remember about that particular moment. I tend to almost color the situation as, well, she saw that the Jedi were bad. They didn't trust her. And so she walked away from them because of that. But one of the reasons that she herself gives is, how can I trust myself? And in that situation, you might think, well, gosh, if you were wrongly accused, then why would you say that? But I think the whole experience had her not only looking at what was wrong with everyone else, but also what do I need to adjust in myself? And that is such an admirable quality. Um, So again, that almost third way or that balance is a quality that I think is my favorite about Ahsoka. Yeah, it shows her humility, her empathy. You know, she knows that you know, even finding truth means she might have to self-correct, like you said. She knows that maybe there were things she did in following the Jedi Order that were not the right direction. And I think that was the thing to watch, even in all the shows. You see her kind of stop and reflect. It's like, wait, should we be doing this? And is this the right way to do this? So she always kind of had a different way of looking at things, um, especially when she was um, working with Lux, the character, younger. And uh, he had lost his mother. He was on the Separatist side. And I think that's when Ahsoka really started questioning, wait, what's Uh really happening? Is it really the Separatist against the Republic or is there some other game being played? And I I like that whole character development from that point forward. Yeah. Um, Chris, what about you? What is maybe one of your favorite qualities of Ahsoka? Well, I already talked about her compassion. I think um, related, not, no, it's not related to that at all. I love her fearlessness (laughs) uh, uh, when she is um, just leaping out of the troop transport, going down to Mandalore and, you know, running across the ships, uh, blowing off the cockpit. So clone guys in, 
And then also when she she rescues Anakin in a Clone Wars episode after he crashes and he's knocked unconscious and um, just time and time and again, when there's uh, does she even consider that there's danger? I don't know. She just jumps right in. And that fearlessness um, I admire because I need to calculate and plan a lot before I undertake anything remotely risky. So. <laughs> yeah. Robert, did you mention your favorite? Um, I mean, I, I said integrity earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I think part of that is that um, that sense of uh, responsibility for for herself and for those around her um, that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that um, fearlessness is all that unrelated to her compassion. Um, you know, I think it's because she has compassion because she sees how important um, okay. her actions and her contributions are to those around her um, that she, you know, pushes forward without, you know, without stopping to calculate how bad is this going to hurt me? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it, it needs to be done. I'm the one who needs to do it it's my responsibility. I'm going to, I'm going to push forward. And when she does something wrong, whether it's like in early days in clone wars, when Anakin is always correcting her impulsiveness or later when she's reevaluating her entire worldview, she is taking responsibility for, you know, what she has done in the past and what she is able to do in the present. And, and, and I think, I I think this is where, and I hope this is where the, um, the upcoming series is going to, to go because, you know, she's been tracking Thrawn, right. And, and it very much feels like there's a sense of, I helped, um, Mm. you know, allow this evil in the galaxy, I have the responsibility to help bring it to a, a conclusion. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I see all of these sort of virtues tied together. Um, yeah. I kind of got to see that come to fulfillment when we first saw her live action in the Mandalorian. Yeah. You see her fearlessness, her determination, just the way she drove into that fortress, you know, in a sense with just being her, you know, it's like yep. she's going to step forward until she gets to the resolve, get to the truth. And then just where is Thrawn? It's just just a powerful drive that she has. And then all the while, the compassion for the people that were in that situation, stuck in right. that fortress. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what connected her with with Mando. Right. Was that they they shared a sense of, you know, we're not in this to create collateral damage. We're in this for the sake of everybody in this situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did we cover everyone's favorites? All right. So let's talk about favorite moments then. Um, I know we've talked about several moments already. Uh, uh, for me, I would have to say when she is defending Ezra um, and she uh, she's defending him against Vader and she Mm. um, 
she strikes Vader's helmet and she sees Anakin's <laughs> face and she says Anakin. And um gosh, the way that that's performed, first of all, shout out to <laughs> um Ashley Eckstein because <laughs> it was I know I've seen behind the scenes interviews where they've talked about how everybody was very emotional on that day of recording. Um, But uh, just what that moment meant um, to Ahsoka and also what we can only imagine it might've meant to Anakin just for a split second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, I don't know, maybe you could write like a thesis paper on that moment alone (laughs) that's suffice to say that's one of my favorite ahsoka moments Catherine, how about you i have to pick one (laughs) i'm hain there's we'll we'll start with one and then we'll go around and see if you haven't stolen anyone else's (laughs) i'm just gonna go right back to the beginning we talked about it already baby ahsoka wow Mm. i mean the first time i saw her in her little pack with her mom going hunting i was Yes, this is her beginning. This is how it should have been. Um, Just how inquisitive. And again, there's where the compassion started. Her mom showed her what true Mm -hmm. compassion is. Mm, Her mother. Fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Chris, how about you? I think I've already shared my favorite moments, so I'm going to share my most disappointing moments. Ooh. Mixing it up. It's it's directly before the moment you talked about, Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to wonder why Ahsoka couldn't redeem Anakin. Um, ultimately, I think it's better that his son redeemed him. Uh, I like the way his son redeemed him. But before his son was an adult, Ahsoka seemed to be the one who would have been in the best position to bring about Anakin's redemption. Or if she was still in the Jedi Order, I'm not sure Anakin would have fallen. Um, mm. But, so the moment right before what you talked about, Angela, was... That's part um, of that thesis. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll all just write a collective <laughs> thesis paper. Oh, yes. There we go. Um, so, uh, before Ahsoka realizes, oh, yes, for sure, this is Anakin... Um, Darth Vader says, you know, I, I killed Anakin or I destroyed him. I don't remember. And then she says something like, I'm, well, then I'm going to take revenge or avenge him. And Darth Vader says, that's not the Jedi way. And she says the line, I'm no Jedi. I, I don't like that line. But what I thought was (laughs) by taking the path of vengeance at that point, she made that choice to attack there there perhaps was a moment there where there could have been uh mercy showed or something that might have gotten into Anakin's heart or gotten past Darth's heart, you know. Uh, <laughs> but she she said, I'm not she you know was making a stand to say, I'm not going to do what a Jedi would do, uh be a peacekeeper, I'm going for vengeance. So that's my most disappointing choice of uh Ahsoka so far. I can appreciate that for sure. Although I know all the Tolkien fans who loved that <laughs> moment because yes, yes. it represents something from Tolkien. They're mm-hmm. like yelling at their 
phone or whatever you're listening to your podcast on. So, (laughs) (laughs) Robert, let's hear from you. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I'm I'm trying to decide what I want to argue with Chris about. Um, <laughs> Wait, we could keep this because, going all night. <laughs> because yeah, no, I, like, I mean, this is this is one of those moments or areas where you really see the difference between the the worldview of Star Wars and the worldview of the Catholic faith. Um, mm. um. And you can you can take it as um, vengeance, which is you know absolutely a vice in in a Catholic morality. Yes, but vengeance is also, in a sense, a part of the natural virtue of justice. Right. Um, and so uh, the way I read that scene, um, although now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. Thank you very much. Yeah, because she, um, does, she <laughs> does use the word avenge when she speaks to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I read it as, you know, I will avenge him, meaning I will, uh, I will, I will um, reestablish justice mm-hmm. in, in, in a virtuous sense. Um. And and I think, well, and I also wanted to argue <laughs> with you about here. the moment of her leaving the the order, and maybe there will be time to do that oh, later. We can but... have a whole episode on that then. Let's just call <laughs> yeah, it yeah. now. After I just got to play done, into we'll this discussion. Just a <laughs> so, but I I, I I guess if I'm going to throw in a different favorite moment of my own, okay. I'm going to throw in the moment in that episode in the Mandalorian where she refuses to train Grogu. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of shows how far her sense of um, self-knowledge and, um, and humility yeah. and at the same time compassion and responsibility have come to. And she... She's clearly at a point where it's like, I don't know what the best thing to do for this child is. I know it's not me. And Mm -hmm. as tempting as it is to use whatever power and wisdom I have to guide this child, I know that's not the best thing. And so I'm going to step back from that and let you know, and, and let go of control of the situation yeah. um, mm-hmm. and and let Grogu be Grogu and let Mando be Mando and let Ahsoka be Ahsoka. Nice. OK, I got to play off of both of those now. <laughs> go, <laughs> go for go it. For it. <laughs> well, first of all, we got to go with the Grogu thing. Ahsoka is the only character who could have introduced to us to his name. Mm. I don't think there's any other character that could have said Grogu for the first time and make it as believable. Because quite honestly, nobody was expecting to hear Grogu. And it's just, at first you're going, what? But then when you hear Ahsoka say it, it's like, oh yeah, that's his name. (laughs) You just, yes, okay, it it makes sense now. Okay, now to go back to the vengeance thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Ahsoka's avenging Anakin necessarily meant death. I Mm -hmm. think Ahsoka is the only one 
who fully realized how divided Anakin was. I think she's the only one who knew him as the fullness of his potential as her master, and at the same time that he was deceiving himself. Because I think she had an inkling of the whole romance with yeah. Padme. They were mm-hmm. best friends. Oh, yeah. So I, th- I think that, yes. yeah, <laughs> I, I think that she, you know, she knew that he was in a sense split mm-hmm. before he became Darth Vader. And then he mm-hmm. really split. I mean, the guy broke his brain literally. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, That's I think, I think she was trying to, to do what she does and try to bring healing and resolve, trying, you know, she could have taken his face off. She just cracked the helmet. I think she was trying to get him to see, to really mm. see with his true self. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but there you go. That's Let my me theory. see for once with my own eyes. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, gosh, you know, there, there's so many things that we've discussed um, that I think we can learn from Ahsoka, you know, so many lessons that we can learn from this character, which is amazing because she is a character, you know, and I think kudos to Dave Filoni that, um, and I mean, George Lucas, you know, was the, was the one who introduced Ahsoka to us, but she is such a full character who teaches so many lessons. Um, So I'd like to, to learn from you all, if you've learned a lesson from Ahsoka, what would you say it is? Um, for me, I would say it is to make peace with my reality. Um, mm. Because there have been so many times during the Clone Wars, um, just in war, but also in the internal battles that we've discussed in the unrest, you know, with her master. Um, So many things that she, uh, she displays this sense that of that responsibility, you know, that she needs to make peace with what is going on and Hmm. to seek that out. Um, and to not be in conflict with what's what's happening. Um, a lot of times when we are in those difficult situations, we want to fight against what's happening. We, we, because we don't like it, we don't want to accept that it's yeah. our reality. So, um, but the only way that we can find a way past um I guess ourselves, you know, we are many times our, our biggest um, obstacle. So to be able to make progress and to help others and to help ourselves, we need to, to make that peace. So I would say that's the lesson I've learned from her for sure. How about y'all? To get back up. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Every lesson that makes you fall, get back up. And I, I loved that about her in uh, The Tales of the Jedi when we got to yeah. see Practice Makes Perfect and watch her just, you know, fall down, get back yeah. up, fall down, get back up. 
that was that's a valuable lesson and it's one I like to actually use when I'm coaching volleyball. It's like every mistake can be something you learn from. Do you knock your players out? Like um, <laughs> Anna can let Ahsoka get knocked out and have them. <laughs> no comment. No. <laughs> we're not going to get her in trouble on this podcast. Everybody's yeah, got volleyballs and they're throwing them. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. Let's just say coach doesn't lay off on the down ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not throwing a wrench. No. <laughs> <laughs> a lesson that I learned also comes from that same storyline. But for me, it would be trust your master. Um, mm. Because we, uh, we see that Anakin was right to train her to be able to fight clones like that. Um, and uh, um, a spiritual guide a pastor, a pope, a magisterium, our Lord. Uh, it is good to trust your master um, or to trust that in the Catholic context that uh, Jesus is able to guide you through his intermediaries, a pastor, a pope, a spiritual director. Um, and because it's a human intermediary, I'm not advocating a blind trust in the in the human person. But Trust your master. She shows trust your master, even though you don't understand uh, the how what you are currently going through um, is going to pay off or mm. affect you. Thanks for sharing that. It's powerful. Yeah, I, I I like that, especially in that episode. Um, the reason that Anakin is driving her so hard, you can see is coming out of his own pride. It's coming out of his own mm. failure. Mm. You know, you've got to be better than all the rest. My Padawan has got to be the best kind ah. of, um, <laughs> you know, so, so there's an element of vice in the master, hmm. but hmm. in trusting the process of learning, she still learns the virtue. Um, hmm. And, and I think that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. If we can apply um, the, that just real quick, I remember yeah, when um, you remember when Kanan was dealing with Darth Maul wanting to take Ezra as his own Padawan, and mm. Kanan was constantly trying to get Ezra to listen to him. Then you know he was trying to tell him Maul is using you, and he's going to tell you whatever he wants to to try yes. to get you yes. on his side, and. Finally, you know, they're going back and forth and Kanan is with Ahsoka and Ahsoka just tells Kanan, he's going to be all right. And Kanan hmm. was like, how can you say that? What makes you right, say that? Right. And she says, because you taught him. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what shut Kanan up. <laughs> yep. So she's yeah. like, you have to trust your master, right? And you have to trust yourself as a master, which is kind of cool too. Sort of a flip yeah. side to that. The the lesson I take from Ahsoka is, I, I I think she really embodies a saying that I've often heard attributed to Mother Teresa of Calcutta, that that we are called to be faithful, not to be successful. Hmm. And, um, I mean that this kind of goes along, you know, get up when you fall down, get up, um, and and 
yeah, it's it's that you you um you know what you are called to do and you may or may not see the fruits of it. Mm-hmm. Um but you do it because it is who you are and it is good for you to do it. Um and that's enough. And she yeah, her her whole career is kind of learning that lesson and embodying that lesson. Yeah. That's awesome. Um Oh my gosh, you all. This this whole discussion has just opened up this whole new world for us to explore <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> and I think we've fulfilled the ultimate um reason for having this episode before the series um actually airs and so um before we close and let everyone know what we're going to be doing for the series what are your last observations or insights or just notes that you want to share about ahsoka in general if i had to say anything just again ashley Eckstein. i know we have rosario dawson as a wonderful live um action performer too um, to give us more Ahsoka, but uh, of course, got to um, you know give credit where credits due with Ashley Eckstein walking into this role, not knowing where it was going to go, not knowing how it was going to be received, and um, just how she herself has created such um, beautiful opportunities for people, um, for women in Star Wars, for young girls, for now she's advocating for mental health um, awareness. Um, and so all the beautiful things that she's done through this character as well. I just wanted to add that, uh, before we, you know, move into this new sort of era with, with Ahsoka in live action. So yeah, that's my note. I just have to say the best dual lightsaber style of all of them. I loved how she has the sabers when she's arms down go behind her so she's got like this backhanded style which i find just (laughs) fascinating (laughs) yeah i uh i want to see ahsoka join the jedi order again i want to see her be knighted by the ghost of anakin or luke skywalker Um, i want her to reverse her choice about leaving the jedi order now that um assuming we're, we're saying the jedi order is back in luke skywalker um, and, uh, I, I found it in, it, um, again, in those Siege of Mandalore episodes, when she is telling Mace Windu, uh, Kadi Mundi, is that his name? Uh, and Yoda's there. And then the blue skinned female Jedi, I don't remember her name. Uh, yeah, she's asked, are you bringing him to us as a Jedi? Or and and she says no, not a Jedi. And then she says not yet. And and it seemed to leave the door open that she might move closer to the Jedi Order again. And then as Yoda says goodbye to her, he says, "May the Force be with you, Padawan." He doesn't sort of let her not be a Jedi. Right? Um, so I'm just putting it out there. I'd like to see in the Ahsoka series that she somehow comes back to the Jedi Order. Hmm. I think of 
the many things that will happen, I don't think that's one. <laughs> I mean, partly because I think, you know, the the sequel trilogy is kind of established that Luke's reestablishment of the Jedi Order has not gone well and that, that we're going right. to see the real reestablishment under Rey. Mm. Um, and, you know, like that decision or not, I think that's that's kind of the, the way the franchise is going. I, I think there would be room for her to be a Jedi Knight during this Thrawn conflict. And maybe she doesn't make it out of that. And so then Luke is then left to try his school that falls apart. So ultimately, Luke is still at fault. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> when, when in doubt, blame Luke. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, which is, you know, fair enough. Um, I I wonder, oh gosh, like, I I think you have like a, a sense of, of, um, the meaning of being a Jedi that, that I, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We don't have a whole lot of time. I don't think we, uh, but I think this is maybe like the root of why you think she was wrong to walk away from mm. the order. And I think she was right to. Right. right. Okay. Well, um, we'll add that to the list of podcast episodes. What does it mean yeah. to be a Jedi? Okay. What does it mean? Yeah. I, I think that would be a great episode. Um, and I, I, I have to say I'm coming from an experience myself of uh, discerning a life within a religious order mm. and discovering that, no, it was not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. And um, so like living within the, you know, living the life of, of a vowed religious and then returning to the secular world is a very, um, I don't know. There's a lot going on in there, and I recognize a lot of that in Ahsoka. And mm. um, so that's like a personal connection I have to her. But I think it's also a a step of discernment of of being willing to say, oh, a decision I made, like I made the right decision to follow that path in the first place, but it's not a wrong decision to step away from it. Mm. To to mm -hmm. to recognize this is not my final path that I am going mm -hmm. a different direction. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I well, I will leave that. Definitely, yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> pick that up again. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you have any other final thoughts, Robert? Before we completely hijacked this yeah discussion here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just that. Ahsoka has been so well written and so well performed. Yeah, both by Ashley Eckstein and, and I think Rosario Dawson has done an amazing job sort of taking up the mantle of the character. Um, I, I am just terrified of setting my expectations so high that they cannot be met by anything in real reality. Yeah, um, I hear that. I, I want to be able to enjoy the show for what it is. And I mean, like anything, it's going to have its flaws, but I want to, I want to just let it I, again, you know, let Anakin be Anakin, let Ahsoka be Ahsoka, <laughs> let the show be the show. True. Yeah. Well, well, I think we'll always take away um, some meaningful things from whatever it is that we see, because that's, I think in our nature anyway, but 
also <laughs> because, you know, as long as Star Wars kind of sticks to the general, you know, what Star Wars ultimately is about, um, about that quest and about that, um, that choice that we all have. And I think, I think we'll be okay. So I'm hopeful as <laughs> we said earlier, her new means. So yes. Nice. All right. Well, um, we want to hear what all of you have to say about um, all of this that we've discussed. What from this discussion do you want us to make a whole another episode about? Because we can definitely do that. Um, so send us your feedback. Any questions, any comments, Star Wars are also welcome. Um, so you can send those to us via email, starwars at sqpn.com. You can um, send us a, I don't know what it's called now, but it used to be called a tweet um, <laughs> at sqpn. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook if you're there, facebook.com slash starquestmedia. And we want to encourage you if you have heard of Discord, if you've not heard of Discord, it's basically like an old message board type of server. We've got a Discord server and we've got hundreds of folks on there already talking about um, all things SQPN, but we also have a special channel for Star Wars. So you can uh, join us there. Just go to sqpn.com slash discord to get the invitation. Our Ahsoka series uh, discussions will follow the two episode premiere, which is going to be on August 23rd, 2023. So do not miss that deep dive of the Ahsoka series coming in a couple weeks. You can subscribe to Secrets of Star Wars to make sure you don't miss out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. And of course, you can find links and more and previous episodes at sqpn.com slash Star Wars. It's been a great time, y'all. Until next time, Catherine Laffrey, thank you for joining the crew today. Thank you. And as Ahsoka would say, never give up hope no matter how dark things seem. Keep that in mind in case there's a storyline you don't like in the show. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris Hagen, thank you for joining us as well and mixing it up today. Oh, you're very welcome. (laughs) And Robert King, thank you for sharing your super Ahsoka fandom. We appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to be able to. Thanks. (laughs) And once again, I'm the one in the middle, the Bendu, Angela Ciolana. Thank you for joining us and listening to... Secrets of Star Wars on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Technology. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash technology.